0: Welcome to The Transformation Project. I'm Dr. Derek Thomas, and I have a question for you today. Who's doing the driving? Oh, what's driving your life? Let's go into our podcast on today. I got some interesting information to share with you. I'm so excited about our broadcast on today. Of course, I have with me today Timothy Teddy Robinson, the greatest producer out there known to man. Uh, Teddy, how you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? I got some man. I tell you what, it's a great day and I have some awesome information I want to share with the people today. So you're going to make me sound like a movie star today? Always. I got you. Okay. (laughs) Well let's go into the broadcast on today. Hey, listen, I, I have a question as I, I, I posed to you in the beginning of the podcast. Who's doing the driving in your life? Now I got I, look, I gotta be honest with you at the beginning, because uh, I got something <laughs> I, I'm not sure my young audience is gonna understand what I'm about to say right now, but for me for some of you seniors out there, you, you're gonna know what I'm what I'm, I'm about to say. Listen, before uh, there were things like GPS systems. Um, we used to have to pull out this big old map and we used to, <laughs> oh God, some of you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it'd be like big as your living room coffee table. And you used to have to be able to direct where you were going and you had to plot where you wanted to go. But first you had to do is find out where you were on the map. And then once you find out where you were on the map, then you had to kind of direct where you wanted to go. Now, um, right after that, we went into this thing called, I think it was MapQuest. And MapQuest was the thing where you go on there and you, you could print out where you wanted to go, and it gave you a step by step direction. But the problem with MapQuest, was man, you had, to, you had to you had to print almost half a a ream of paper just to find out where you wanted to go, and then of course you knew you knew heads y'all y'all got this thing now where uh, you can just pull out the GPS system. Well, I tell you that story because um, years ago, everybody said years ago, years ago, years ago. Man, I had a situation where I got a phone call. I was in North Carolina. I was in the Air Force at the time, and my wife was giving birth to our first daughter. Uh, Her name is DeAndre. And I tell you what, that man, being my first child, I was so excited. I get a phone call. I was on a military assignment. And they said, hey, your your baby's being born. We're going to release you so that you can go be with your wife. I got on the interstate heading to Valdosta, Georgia, to head to Albany, Georgia, where my wife was in the hospital. And um, I got on Interstate 95 going north. Well, for some of y'all, you're going to get it after a while because Georgia's south. <laughs> and so i never forget, I had $5 in my pocket and I was waiting for payday and I had to drive in my little uh, escort that I had. And uh, I'm trying to get to Georgia. I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, this, I don't, nothing looks familiar. Well, I pull over to a service station and when I get to the service station, I start, I go in, I start talking to And I see, look, y'all already judging me because you're saying the brother can't even read a map. I understand. (laughs) Well, back in the day, I couldn't. Right. But uh, I can remember I I go in, I talk to the service station agent and I'm like, hey, I'm trying to get to Georgia. And the person tells me, hey, well, you can't get to Georgia going north. Well, that was one of the moments in my life where I had an aha moment because I thought I was going in the right direction. And lo and behold, uh, I was going in the wrong direction. With a look, the car was still running like it was supposed to. I mean, the four wheels were spinning like they're supposed to. You know, I uh, had my music in the background, roller coaster of love. Say what? I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had all that playing in the background and everything, and I'm just cruising and everything. But I'm going in the wrong direction, and. When I turned around and I start going in the right direction, all of a sudden there was a piece that was about me. Not only was there a piece that about me, I uh, was about me. But I was going in and I start recognizing things and I start seeing things I've never seen before. Uh, I mean, it was just a good trip at the time. Now i tell you that because, as I said a few minutes ago, the tires were still uh, running like they're supposed to. The engine was supposed to be, you know, going at the optimal speed and it was doing what it was supposed to. I mean, the radio was working and everything was happening. Well, some of you, I believe, are in that same predicament today. Uh, You're going maybe in the wrong direction and you don't know how to turn the car around. Or maybe you thought um, that everything was just cool and and it was just supposed to be... um, Like it is right now. See, the issue is this. The issue is not the car. The issue is not the environment that was all around. The issue is the person in the driver's seat. That's so I asked the question today, who's in the driver's seat of your life? Because so many times uh, we could be heading into a direction that we think that we're supposed to be going, and we find out um, that we're not. I saw an interesting fact uh, just the other day that so many college students go to college for whatever their degree major is, and they don't use it, and yet they're stuck with the financial aid costs that they have to pay for the next 10, 15 years of your life. I thought that was very interesting because uh, they still want their money <laughs> <laughs> they still want it every month, regardless of whether you have the right degree or not. So many times, uh, life is kind of like that, where we are heading in a direction, we're going in a place. Maybe you thought you married the right person, or maybe you thought um, that that you're dating the right person, or maybe you thought that if you just, um, you know... Get this job. It's going to change everything for your life. Or maybe if I quit my job. I mean, we we have so many things, so many decisions that we have to make in our lives. And in making those decisions, uh, sometimes those decisions, even though we made them in the best of intentions, um, sometimes the best of intentions are not necessarily the right thing. So today, I got look. I, I need you to stay attuned to what we're gonna talk about today because we gotta make sure that the right person is in the driver's seat. Now, along with that story, I also had a sister, my my, my sister who's next to me. Uh, this girl, man, she asked me one day. She says, Derek, I need you to teach me how to drive. I have my brand new car and everything, and I get her in the car. She backs out of driveway. She's going just like she's supposed to. We get on the main road, and a car starts coming, and she starts screaming, and she takes her hands off the wheel. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, a car's coming. I'm like, I know. I'm seeing the car. She's panicking and everything. I had to take the wheel. I had to, you know, snatch my foot over on the other side and hit the brakes and everything. I'm like, girl, what's going on? She's like, I panic. Listen, I don't need you to panic right now because of where you are right now in your life. If you're feeling the stress of life right now, life happens to everybody. And when I mean life happens to everybody, life happens to everybody. And sometimes it's beautiful and sometimes it's not beautiful. And so when it's not beautiful, sometimes we make wrong decisions. But there's a beautiful thing that I like about God is that regardless of whatever exit you get off in life, there's always a road that can lead you back to the right uh, highway that you're supposed to be on. And I believe that's why you're listening to the Transformation Project today. I read something a few years ago uh, that changed my life, and it was found in the book of Genesis. And it was in Genesis chapter number three. And what was interesting about it was I I really discovered why we live like we live. And what it was was when Eve and Adam ate of the fruit, they released some things on us that uh, was not intentionally that was supposed to be upon us. First of all, first and foremost, Uh, we were all created to live forever. And after uh, the ate of the fruit, then they released this thing called death. But in the midst of releasing this thing called death, I thought it was interesting that when you, when you read the story or the account in Genesis chapter number three, you see that weeds and everything else starts to grow. Well, I'm in San Antonio, Texas. I don't understand everything that happened right now. My grass is dying because it's 104 degrees and everything. But the weeds are just growing like crazy. I can't figure that out. Well, that's what happened when Adam and Eve sinned. Well, so many other things happened. Life issues start happening to us, and we started uh, not knowing how to deal with these issues because we took God out of the driver's seat, uh, or they took God out of the driver's seat, and it was just passed on to us. Listen, where you are in life right now and what you're going through in life right now, I got to make sure that we're all at the starting point, because the only way you can make positive change in your life is you got to face where you are right now. And you got to say, you know what, if the wrong person is in the driver's seat, we got to change drivers. If the wrong person is leading your life, you got to make that change. And so when, when I come back off of my next break, Uh, we're going to talk about that. And uh, we're going to talk about how you're going to get the right person. As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about these things called transformation moments. And when you understand what a transformation moment is, it's going to change your life. And I have proof because it changed my life as well. So let's go into the break. And when we come back, we're going to deal with this area of transformation. Welcome back to The Transformation Project. I'm Dr. Derek Thomas. Again, I'm along with the greatest, uh, here with uh, the greatest uh, producer. If you need, trans, look, if, if you need someone to help you get your broadcast started, you need to contact our offices. I'm going to put you in contact with, uh, uh, I call him Dr. Timothy Teddy Robinson because he knows how to doctor only keys and make me sound like a movie star. Hey, um, I was talking about how you, we have to get the right person in the driver's seat. And if we don't have the right person in the driver's seat, we we could possibly be heading in the wrong direction. I had a situation happen back in 1980, 1987, uh, as I talked about on our last uh, focus there. uh, My daughter was already born and everything. And while she was born, um, I get the phone call. About a year later into our relationship, a few months later into the relationship, We were living in this mobile home in a place called, uh, I want to say Valdosta, Georgia, because that was the biggest part of the biggest city. But it actually was in a place called Hihira, Georgia. And we had this mobile home, man. i tell you what, we were poor. Girlfriend and I, we had no money. Uh, We had a... Uh, in this mobile home, uh, we had rats and roaches that was playing baseball. My uncle gave me some furniture, and the furniture, man, it was so mildewed and everything that when you sat on one end of the couch, the person on the other end just, you know, they just went up and everything, and you saw the the, the mildew coming from the couch and everything. But that was the best we could do at the time. Well, I remember I was going through some serious issues on the job because I couldn't get it, man. I, I, like, I, I had all these stressors that were happening. I like to say life was really happening to me at that time. And lo and behold, while we were going through a situation, she, she managed to... Um Get me at the right time. Now I have to confess because one of my issues uh, in life was I, I dealt with anger issues. I was mad with the whole world. I was not the. It, it was not the diary of a mad black woman. I was. It was the diary of a mad black man. I was just. I was mad with everybody. You catch me on the wrong day, you might get the finger. And I'm not talking about you, number one. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking about the other finger, man. And I remember that day. I came home after having a, a serious stressing day at work. And she's in the hallway. She's ironing, and um, and as I'm walking through the hallway, she bumps me with her shoulder, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" She, you know, you know, one of those moments where, you know, people can catch you at the right time, which is really the wrong time. She bumped me on my shoulder. And, uh, I mean, she, you know, she tried to bow up at her brother, man. Like, she, you know what I'm saying? She, <laughs> I was the love doctor, and she's trying to act like, you know, it's some kind of WWE thing, man. She just starts fussing, and I'm fussing back at her. And I would like to say that we were saying all Christian words, but we weren't at the same, you know, during that time frame. Uh, I had some choice words at that time, and I'll never forget. Uh, she comes, and and as I said, we bump into each other. And I said, hey, you know, whatever I told her. And I said, you know what? Today you're going to die. That's what I told her. I remember going into the kitchen just like it was yesterday. I I went into the kitchen. I got a a knife out of the drawer. It was a steak knife. And, And when I did that, she grabbed my baby. She ran out of the front door of the mobile home that we were living in, and she's running down the street. And as she's running down the street, I'm chasing her with this knife and I'm telling her she's gonna die today. And I never forget, uh, I hear the voice of God. I'm not a spooky person, but I heard the voice of God. He says, Drop the knife and go back in the house. And I remember I dropped the knife, I went back into the house. And I sat on the couch and I said, there has to be something better. But what I did not know is that when she ran into our neighbor's house, uh, she didn't knock on the door or anything. She was running for her life. She snatched that door open. He goes in. He gets his double-barrel shotgun. He says, if he touches his door, I'm going to kill him. 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 And she's now pleading for my life. Don't kill him. Don't kill him. He's a, he's a good man. He's just having a bad... I mean, she's pleading for my life and everything. Well, I tell you that story because that was a transformation moment for me. That was a, a life where I began this journey of getting my life uh, back in order of making sure I had the, the right person in the driver's seat. Um, I remember this couple came out to our house they name their names are, are Johnny and Doris Mathis and they they begin to talk to us about God and I ain't gonna hear no God stuff I'm, I, you know I was mad and she was mad and sometimes when you're mad you don't not sometimes but mostly all the time like 99.9 percent of the time when you're mad you don't make good decisions and I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm mad and I'm upset with her and and you know and I can't say what I want to say because if I say what I want to say it's going to start another argument and we just going back and forth well, they got us to a point of where we we got to a point of agreeing to pray. And we prayed. And um and they asked us to ask uh, Jesus to come into our lives. And I tell you what, man, I look, I I'm, I'm I'm one who um I knew I needed fire insurance. <laughs> well, fire insurance is what you get when you don't want to go to hell, right? Uh but I'm like, man, I, I'm not, I i do not want to do this Jesus thing. But I knew I needed some kind of relief in my life. Um, But kind of like some of us that you're listening to me right now, so many times they can give you the answer. A person can give you the answer, but that's not the answer that you want. So since they didn't agree with what you want to hear, then you do your own thing. Well, for my, my particular case, it was a transformation moment. I I, I sat down and, and I knew I needed help, man. I I, I knew I needed a better life. I, so some of you right now may be listening to me, and, and you have issues in your life. Maybe you took one drink, and that drink turned into uh, alcoholism because now you can't stop. Or or maybe uh, you said, "Man, I'm not. I, I don't want this person in my life no more." But uh, you, you had sex with him, and now you, you you're caught up in this web where. Uh, you know, you don't need to answer that phone at certain times of night, uh, but you can't stop yourself. And, and or, or maybe you're addicted to something, maybe maybe you're addicted to alcohol, maybe you're addicted to shopping, maybe you, whatever it is, it's evident that the wrong person is in the driving seat and somebody's driving you down the road uh, that you don't want to go down, but you can't stop the process. Well, uh, I'll never forget, I, I went to church on a um, Friday night and in the midst of going to church on a Friday night, I'm, I'm sitting there, man. I don't want to be there. But I told the guy I was going to come because I knew I needed help. Um, and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Teddy, it's kind of like when uh, we were children and my my uh, my mom would tell us. Uh, they would say, okay, everybody got to line up because you're about to get some castor oil. And castor oil was not something that I like, man. You know, I had to take it with lemons and had to take it with whatever that was going to try to get it down. But you know, once I knew that it was down, I was going to be feeling better. And, and some of you right now, you, you really need God to be in your life. You, you you really need a transformation to happen, but maybe that's not the answer that you're looking for. So you go to a second, a third, a fourth job, or or, or you do things to, to try to alter the process of what you're thinking about on an ongoing basis. Well, see, when, when I went to church on that night, i never forget, man, this guy was up there, man, he was preaching, man. I mean, he was preaching hard. He, I mean, he was not just a, a a teacher. Well, he was teaching the Word of God. He was not doing that. He was screaming, man. It's like he was screaming at me, you need to get up here. I'm like, I don't want to get up there. Like, That's not, I wasn't talking back to him, but I was talking to him in my mind. <laughs> he was saying stuff like, you know, say yeah, and everybody like in the background, yeah. And I'm like, what are these idiots doing, man? And, and I'm sorry, Lord, I, I shouldn't have said Said it that way, but that, that's kind of what I was feeling. And I'm seeing men over there crying and everything. I'm like, I can't go up there because I won't be soft like those guys and everything. And uh, and I never forget. He 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 got to a point in the service where he made an altar appeal. An altar appeal is when they ask you to get out of your chair and come up to the front, and uh, you accept Christ in your life. And and look, and I remember sitting there, and I'm thinking. Man, I'm not gonna go up there. I'm not. I'm not. But I knew I needed help, man. I I was tired of crying. I was tired of going through uh, whatever I had to go through to get the the solutions that I wanted. And lo and behold, I get up out of my chair and I go up there. And and this guy says, "Okay," he says, "Uh, "Son, you know." He asked me what my name was. He knew what my name was because he was a guy who was in the military as well. And uh, he says, "Hey, you need to let Christ come into your life." And uh, and I did. I, I prayed the prayer that he, he asked me to pray. Uh, it was a very simple prayer, you know, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Uh, I believe you died. I believe you rose again. And I did. And I but I was expecting some some stuff like, you know, I thought I was gonna be like Snot was gonna be coming out my nose like the people that I saw in church, but that didn't happen. Um, You know, I heard over the years that people say when it happened to them, they looked at their hands and their hands looked new. Mine didn't. They said, I looked at my feet and my feet did too. Well, no, my shoe was still the same size. Nothing from the outward appearance changed about me, but I knew something was different on the inside. And I wish I could say I, I was made perfect in a physical standpoint at that point, but I wasn't. No, my journey began of getting the right person in the right seat. To head into the place where I knew that we needed to go, and I tell you what, um, my life really changed after accepting Christ in my life. Now I, I don't. I, I know some of you are saying, you know what, I need to turn him off right now because maybe I'm not the same religion. It's not about religion. I don't care if you're Catholic, Baptist. Pentecostal, uh, whatever you want, Hinduism, Islam, whatever. What, what it, you may want to combine You may want to be a Pentecostal Baptist calculate. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> <don't>, look, but, <laughs> oh, my God. But that was the turning point in my life. I, I changed my life. I, I, I started this journey of putting the right person in the right seat. Let me share something with you. When I did that, all of a sudden my life starts to change. I never forget. Uh, me and girlfriend would get in an argument, and uh, and of course, sometimes our voices would be uh, elevated. Uh, she don't call them arguments. She called it intense fellowship. We would have these intense fellowship moments, and but the thought of going to get a knife and all that kind of stuff never entered back into my mind. Uh, or if it entered back into my mind, I was able to have the power to suppress that thing. Well, we've been married now 40 years In uh, a few days from now, and we're still together, and I love that girl. I mean, my God, if she was gravy, I'd sop her up with a biscuit. That's, that's how much I love that girl. Uh, but we had to get to this point. Today is a transformation moment for you. Uh, maybe your situation is not as, as, as uh, mine was, or maybe your situation is not as um, bad as mine was at the time. Regardless of where you are, if there's something in your life that's not... Uh, like you want it to be and you know you want to change this thing you, look, you can do it on your own by going through the seven step process but that's only going to be temporary or however many steps you want to go you can do your self help books and I'm not against any of that but I'm talking about a permanent change, something or uh, someone that can stay permanently in the driving driver's seat uh, and they will lead you where you need to be. And that's look. And that was Jesus Christ and that he changed my life. And I'm look, uh, if I can come out of this segment uh, before I do that, uh, I, I want to talk to you about um, accepting him as your savior. Um, and I'm not talking about joining a church or anything of that nature. I'm talking about just just praying this simple prayer with me. It's found in the Book of Romans, chapter ten, and verse number nine, where it says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. Then it says, for with the heart man believes. It says, but then it's with your mouth confession is made unto salvation. So out of your mouth you got to say something. Uh, come on, you're like, look, you look, well, Pastor, I'm not ready, or, or, or Dr. Thomas, I'm not ready, or Dr. Derek, whatever you want to call, I'm not ready right now. Well, yeah, you are, because you, you're tired of the way you've been living. I'm not asking the, to come to a church. or whatever. No, I'm just asking to start the process. Come on, I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Come on, say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I know I need you, and I've done wrong. Please forgive me of my sins. Come into my life, and I'll spend the rest of my days serving you. Because I believe Jesus died, I believe he rose from the grave, so I accept him as my Savior. Amen. But listen, if you prayed that prayer, I want you to do something for me. Look, go to go to our, our site where you're listening to broadcast from, and I want you to leave a message for me. You can leave a text message, or you can leave a, a voice message, and I'll be glad to get back with you at a later time frame uh, and be able to share some information with you. I think that's going to even take you to a whole nother level. After I come back off my break, uh, uh, I'm going to talk about some things I did after that point to help me get to the point where I am right now. Let's go into the break, uh, Dr. Robinson, and uh, then we'll come back after that. Welcome back to the Transformation Project. I'm Dr. Derek Thomas, again, along with uh, uh, Dr. Teddy Robinson, my producer on today. Uh, we've been talking about uh, On our last break We talked about Transformation moments Hey listen What I told you about That happened in my life That was a transformation moment Well what, what happened After that point uh, In my life I start understanding That my life Can only go so far uh, Based on The things that I thought In my mind So I had to get to a point Of, of really uh, Bringing my thought processes In line with where I wanted to go in life Now I, I have to tell you I, I think I live A very successful life uh, I don't think I live A perfect life and look, I even think that I, that's some greater things that I want to do in life uh, that's going to cause me to even go to a whole nother level. I never would have thought that I've been sitting here uh, talking to you uh, on the Transformation Project, but it's a part of where I am in life, and it's a part of where uh, I believe God wants me to go. I, I share that with you because right now, because you prayed that prayer for some of you, or for some of you, you may have just rededicated your life, or some of you just said, well, you know what, I'm already with Christ, now, now I just need some strategies so that I can go forward in my life, uh, the, the Bible talks about this guy by the name of David, and David had an issue with uh, uh, this this woman where he overlooked her uh, while he was while she was bathing. He was standing on top of his castle. I guess he's looking down in the palace, and he sees this beautiful woman, and she's bathing. And you know, I don't know, man, he I, I don't know what what happened to him at that moment, but it was a transformation moment because it took him from being a king to an ordinary man, where he almost lost everything that he had all because he could not keep his zipper up. Can I say it that way? I think I can say it that way. Yeah, he, he, he couldn't keep his zipper up. And so uh, he goes into this moment where he uh, meet, brings this woman to his house, uh, to the castle. Uh, my God, I'm not sure if he brought her through the front door or the back door, but he he brought her in. He has this relationship and then she gets pregnant. Then he has a husband kill. Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, not only did he have a husband's kill, but then he tried to cover the thing up. by, Hey, I just bring her on in and I'll marry her. and Nobody never know what, what happened. Well, this guy by the name of Prophet Nathan, the, the prophet. Nathan went and told Davis, hey, 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 dude, hey, 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 King, uh, uh yo, yo, brother, man, let me talk to you for a minute. Whatever you <laughs> he told <me>, her, <laughs> your highness, he could have said it that way. He says, hey man, um, you know, there's a guy who had some sheep and one who had one sheep, and the guy who had many sheep, he took the one sheep from the other guy. And I'm paraphrasing the story. And um and he took it and uh, used it for himself instead of using his own. David says, that man ought to be found guilty of death. Well, the prophet Nathan said, hey, David, man, you're the man because you saw this woman named Bathsheba taking a bath. Get the play on words, bath and Bathsheba. Get it? Uh, She's out there taking a bath, and you took this man's wife, and you had him killed. You're the man, David. But God says, I'm going to let you live. That was a transformation moment uh, in David's life because David now all of he writes a psalm that says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in, inside of me. That's what just happened when you accepted Christ as your Savior. You you, you recreated a new spirit on the inside of you, and and now you have the power to obtain everything that you ever want to accomplish in your life. As a matter of fact, I like to think about it like this. We get to to go back to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2, where everything was perfect because now we got this relationship back uh, right with God. I I need you to do something for me, people that are listening right now. I, I need you to go back and revisit some of your dreams, some of your aspirations, some of your goals that you have in your life, some of the things that you said that you want to accomplish, but for whatever reason, you hadn't been able to accomplish those things. Once you get those things and you, you really capture them, I need you to write those things down. Now, make sure that your dreams are not anybody else's dream. Look, it, dude, I hear you, man, talking about you want to be like Mike, just because you have your shoes don't mean that's supposed to be who you are. So, so you don't, I'm not talking to you. But I mean, your sincere dream, maybe it's to own a business or to write a book or, or to, to produce your memoirs or to, to start Start a business and to start your own, re- whatever it is. Come on, I I, I need you to uh, write those things down. And why you say why are you going to write them down? Well, there's a passage in the- in the Word of God that talks about uh, when you write it down, everybody else that gets knowledge of that can actually help you get to your destination, and it'll make the job easier for us. That's finally, Habakkuk chapter number two. See, see, there's that- some things that you got to understand. I- I was trying to do this thing all on my own. I was trying to lead my family because, I mean, my heart was right. My thoughts were right. My thoughts were pure, but I couldn't do it on my own. And so I needed some help. And I tell you what, what you'll find out in this community of believers that when you, you start getting serious about where you want to go, come on, doors will begin to open for you like you've never believed before. I went, I'll, I'll never forget when I decided I wanted to become a pilot. I was sitting at the house one day, and girlfriend and I had an intense moment that day. We did. I mean, it was just kind of on those bad moments. And I just need to go for a drive. Well, I go out to this place, and I, I, a matter of fact, there's an airport in Casterville, Texas, and when I go out there, I pull in, and lo and behold, I see this guy walking and uh, his name was mario and i said hey man um, uh you, anybody he can teach me how to fly he says uh i can you got a hundred dollars i said yeah i got a hundred dollars he says um okay then uh come on let's go man he takes me up in the air he takes me up in the airplane and uh, and we start flying he said what's your name i said my name is pastor Derek thomas he said what'd your mama call you I said, my mama called me, Derek. He said, that's what I'm going to call you. Well, what I did not know was that God told him at that time, but you're going to call him pastor. And uh, needless to say, he, after that point, he joined the church and so forth and so on. I didn't know the help that I, that I needed was already there. God put me at the right place at the right time because he says the steps of the righteous are ordered by him. He, he puts you in the place where you needed to be or where you need to be, even though you don't think that you need to be there. I've had friends of mine who went out, and they wanted to buy a home, and lo and behold, they're going down the road, and there's an accident on the highway, and they have to turn down the street only to find that their house is there. Another friend of mine was going down the road, and, and they were like, I mean, they were broke as, they were, look, they were just as broke as when Moses broke the Ten Commandments. That's how broke they were, right? And they turned down the street, and when they turned down the street, uh, lo and behold, um, for whatever reason, there, were, there was money all out in the field. And I never forget the guy telling me a story. He says, man, I just start going out there and I start picking up money. I start picking, and he just start picking. Look, it, God can make anything happen for you when you need it to happen At the time that you need to happen I need you to take that to heart Because my time is out for this this, this broadcast today But but I, I need you to Listen, if, if this is really connecting with you or, or this this next broadcast that I've just done here today is, has, has connected with you I need you to go to Spotify I need you to go to Apple Music I need you to subscribe to what we're doing But then after that After you've, you've, you've done that I need you to share it with somebody else And then Ah uh, Oh, come on, come on! I, I I need you to just begin to share with somebody as to how uh, this broadcast has changed your life, and you'll be surprised as to what. Um is going to happen for you in your life. Well, listen, Teddy, I think my time is gone, man. Uh, I think in the future, Teddy, what we're going to do is I think we should just do a broadcast where with the different comments that the people are making, we can just do something separately where I can answer some of the questions that we've been getting. What, what do you think about that, man? That's not a bad idea at all. We can do a separate one where we just like a Q&A session yeah because i tell you man after the first uh broadcast we start getting questions in and so uh i think we'll do something like that here coming up listen i need you to stay tuned for that uh it's going to be happening so go go listen go put your questions in whether you want to type it in or leave a voicemail uh and we'll be glad to get back with you listen my time is gone um dr Derek thomas and i'm coming